There is a new type of phishing campaign doing the rounds using simple email templates that you need to be aware about to help protect your business from a cyber attack. I'm Mark Riddell from M3 Networks. We are an IT support and cybersecurity specialist because we know that running a business is hard enough as it is right without IT causing more headaches and frustration, which is why we aim to make IT an enjoyable experience for our customers. If you'd like to find out more about what we do, check us out at m3networks.co.uk. So listen in and pay attention over the next few minutes as I describe exactly how this attack works and the things that you can do to help make sure that your business doesn't become a victim of this kind of attack. So this new type of phishing attack was something I was alerted to by our friends and partners over at No Before. No Before is a platform that we use to carry out end-user security awareness training and simulated phishing campaigns as part of our ongoing cybersecurity services for our customers. But they also produce really, really good information about what's going on in the world of cybersecurity and making people aware of the latest types of attacks that are affecting businesses. So this latest type of phishing campaign is using short emails to trick people into visiting a credential harvesting site. And this is according to Paul Ducklin over at Naked Security. The email informs recipients that two incoming messages were returned to the sender and directs the user to visit a link in order to view the messages. And since the emails are so short, the scammers avoid risking typos or other grammatical errors that could have tipped off the recipient. I mean, we all know that most phishing attacks these days can be spotted by misspellings or poor grammar, bad English. But by keeping emails really short and sweet, it reduces the risk of someone picking up on that kind of mistake. So the phishing link has the appearance of a direct URL to Sophos.com. Now, Sophos are a security company. A lot of people know that they provide antivirus endpoint security products. They also provide hardware and some other solutions. But this is actually a hyperlink that leads to a different site. And the phishing site is also very simple. It's just a login prompt with a title that says user control panel. So a lot of people think that this might just be the login to your email system or something like that. And because obviously it's told the user that there's some emails been returned, of course, the user is a little bit concerned why the emails have been returned and obviously wants to try and find out what those emails are. So the scammers may have taken the simplicity too far at this point, as the phishing site doesn't attempt to impersonate any brand because quite often when we see phishing attacks, there'll be an email pretending to be PayPal or eBay. And when you click the link, it will take you, the user to a site that looks identical to the login for Amazon or eBay or PayPal, whatever it is. And that is what makes the user give away the username and password because they see a site that looks exactly like the site they're expecting to see, but it actually isn't. It's a fake site. So by doing this and keeping things simple, is it too simple, right? Would people query that because it doesn't look like what they're expecting to see? Actually, people do fall for these things. And of course, it's because people want to know what's going on? What are the emails that have failed that I've been told about? It could be something really important. It could be a proposal that you've sent to one of your customers and you want to make sure that gets there. Could be you've been sending an email and there's a deadline for submitting a tender or something like that. So the curiosity of finding out what's going on and what these emails are is what's going to lead to people to potentially giving away their email, username and password. So 
Here's some advice to help falling for these kind of attacks. Don't click helpful links in emails or other messages. You need to learn in advance on how to find error messages in emails and other mail delivery information in your webmail service, usually via the interface itself. So you can simply log in as usual and access the needed pages directly. And do the same for social networks and content delivery sites that you use. If you already know the right URL to use, you should never need to rely on clicking any links in emails and whether those emails are real or fake. So basically what that means is if you get an email and it looks like it's from PayPal, for example, rather than clicking the link in the email to log into PayPal, just open your browser and type in www.paypal.com because then you know 100% that you're actually going to the genuine site. So the next piece of advice here is to think before you click. Slow down a little bit, okay? The email that we've just described isn't glaringly false because quite often, you know, you get bounce backs when you send an email to say the email has not been delivered or there's been some error in that email getting to whoever it is that you're sending it to. So you might be inclined to click on the link straight away, especially if you're in a hurry, okay? But if you do click through by mistake, take a few seconds to stop and double check the site details. So when you click, you get taken to the site, you see the login box prompting you to put in your email username and password credentials to see the error messages. Just take a few minutes just to think, and double check the site details, which would help make it clear that you were wrong to click that link in the first place. So clicking the link necessarily isn't the bad part of this phishing attack, but obviously entering your details into the fake site that that link takes you to, that is the mistake that you'll make and that is what will get you caught out. Next piece of advice is to use a password manager if you can. Now, password managers are great because they prevent you from putting the right password into the wrong site because the password manager can't suggest a password for a site they've never seen before. So if you've got your paypal.com password stored, if you go to a site that isn't actually paypal.com, your password manager won't automatically suggest to say that, hey, I know the password for the site because it knows that the site you're actually at isn't PayPal, it's not genuine. So it won't suggest it. So big red flag there. If you go to a site that you know you have a login for, if your password manager isn't suggesting a login for that site, then it's a good chance that you're not actually at the genuine site. And then the final piece of advice is to always report suspicious emails to your IT team. So even if you're a small business, make sure all of your staff know how to submit suspicious email samples, okay? So typically it would be your IT company's help desk or their cybersecurity team or whatever kind of IT support you have in place for your business. Here at M3 Networks, we always encourage our customers to send any suspicious emails to into our help desk so that we can make sure that there's nothing untoward there. If it's genuine, we'll tell you it's genuine. If it's fake, then great. We know about it and it helps us to broaden our knowledge across our customers so that we can help make sure that everyone is staying safe. And our support email address is just simply support at m3networks.co.uk. And it's important to remember that cyber criminals will rarely just send one phishing email to one employee and they rarely give up if the first attempt fails. So the sooner that someone raises the alarm, the sooner that you can help warn everyone else within your team.
So that's all I have for you today in this episode of TechSess. I hope that's been useful. Please encourage your colleagues and people within your team to subscribe to the podcast so that they can listen to this useful information directly as well. So until the next episode of TechSess, have a great week in business. TechSess is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.